0: There. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. Glad that you're joining us. We're in First Kings. Let me tell you what's happened. Adonijah, one of the sons of King David, has tried to overthrow the throne. David was in has been in, you know, you know, pretty increased age, getting ready to pass, getting ready to die. He had promised the throne to Solomon, but Adonijah wanted to steal it. So what does he do? He goes out, he gets the commander of the army, he gets a priest or two, a couple of prophets, he gets a bunch of people, he goes right outside the city, and he has these priests and prophets declare him king over and against the will of the real king, David. So as you can imagine, a pretty big fight breaks out. David calls in Solomon because David had promised the throne to Solomon. Now think about this, David's in advanced years. He can't hop on a horse and carry a sword anymore. Can't even defend himself. Can't even stay warm at night. <laughs> they had to go out and get a girl from the community to come in, no joke, and lay next to him so her body heat would keep him warm. I mean, that's how old he is, and that's how decrepit his physical state has become. am not being ugly. That's just natural. If you don't die young, you grow old. That is a Nobel Prize winning thought. <laughs> just, just kidding, right? So so he's, he's gotten older. He's not in good shape. The army could be aligned against him. He's not sure because he's sort of disconnected because of his age. So what does he do? He keeps his word. It says Solomon's going to be the king. He has courage. He calls together the priest, the real priest of God, the real prophet of God, Nathan, and they anoint uh, Solomon king, and the whole city erupts in celebration. So much so, the Bible says that it splits the earth. It shakes the earth profoundly, right, because of the celebration for Solomon, So when Adonijah hears this, as you can imagine, being a traitor, what does he do? Well, he runs to the altar, grabs the horns of the altar, and says, I'm not leaving until, you know, Solomon promises not to kill me. Well, the the horns of the altar and at the altar, that was sort of the safe space. Nobody's going to go in there and kill you at the altar. You're you're pretty safe there. So they go in and they tell him, look, you need to go to your house. You need to wait. So that's where we are. So here's what happens. And in in chapter 2. Now, when David's time to die drew near, David is about to die. He commanded Solomon, his son, saying, so he brought Solomon in and he says to Solomon this, I'm about to go the way of all the earth. I'm about to die. Now, here's my words to you, he says. Be strong and show yourself a man. We're going to come back to that. Remember that. What type of man is David calling Solomon to be? He defines it a little bit right here. He says, and keep the charge of the Lord your God. In other words, what God has called you to do, you do it. Walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his rules, and his testimonies. As it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all you, that you do. And whenever you turn, that the Lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me, saying. So David saying, this is what God said to me, Solomon. I want you to be a man. I want you to do what God says. Because if you do here's the promise, right? He says this, if your sons pay close attention to their way to walk before me in faithfulness with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not lack a man to sit on the throne of Israel. So David is saying, Solomon, look, my posterity my legacy is now in your hands. What God has done through me, which was amazing stuff, everything from protecting him as a child, to being with him when he fought Goliath, to being with him when he fled from Saul, to being with him when he you know, faced countless armies, uh, an intrigue within his house, people trying to assassinate him, people trying to take over his throne at his old age. God has sustained him through all of that. And he's saying, Solomon, you get to experience God at this level. At this unbelievable level, if you walk like a man, he says this, he says, be strong and show yourself a man at the very beginning. So what does it mean to be a man in David's eyes? First of all, it's to be honest. David was a perfectly imperfect man. You can look at his life and he made a lot of mistakes, without a doubt. He did a lot of things wrong. He did a lot of things he shouldn't do, had a lot of sin. If you looked at his sin list, it was pretty profound, but David was an honest man at the end of the day. He owned his business. He confessed his sin. And he walked with the Lord. Second, be brave. Somewhere, Somehow, we've lost that concept that we want to teach our young men. To be brave. Be brave for the cause of the Lord. When God says it's right, stand on it. When God says it's wrong, stand against it. Now, if it moves outside of clear teaching of the Bible, look, you know, be pragmatic, use wisdom, try to come up with something. But if it's clearly in the Word of God, stand strong for what the Bible says, stand against what the Bible's against, and do so with courage. And he's saying, be a man, stand with courage. second be brave, then be principled. That's what he says here, walking in the ways of God, walking according to his commands. Let God's commands and God's God's law be the principles that establish your life, the framework, if you will, that you make decisions from. When decisions come, bounce them against the truth of God that's in your heart and your mind. Be this kind of person, and then be, be have a heart forever toward the Lord. Have a heart that's toward the Lord. When you fall down, Solomon, get up. When you sin, get up. When you make bad decisions, don't let your heart, your passion stray from the Lord. Let your heart remain close to the Lord all the time because God can shape you and mold you if he has your heart, if he has your passion, if he has your desire. We're going to fail. David knew that. He wasn't saying to Solomon be perfect because David certainly was not that. But he was saying, move your heart toward the Lord and keep it there. We're told through all of David's struggles, we're told in the New Testament, that he was a man after God's own heart. Let me ask you this as we land the plane. Are you that? Are you a person after the heart of God? Now, I'm not asking if you're perfect. I know you've got your sinless. I've got mine. And, you know, um, if, if, if I knew, knew yours, maybe, maybe I wouldn't talk to you. But if you knew mine, you wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> I mean, it's not pretty. But, you know, I've learned through the years, and I bet you have too. If God has your heart, he'll eventually have your ways your ways will change to align with your heart do you love god more than you love anything else do you love the scriptures as the as the as the place that you go for truth and guidance and encouragement now if you do like david is is saying to solomon if you do then you will have unbelievable grace for your journey every step of the way let me pray for you well father we love you so much and thank you for today And now, Father, be with us as we walk with you. Show us, Father, how to be people of your word and your ways. Lord, when we fall, help us up. When we choose evil, cause us to repent and turn. And Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Man, so glad you've been with us. And guess what? We'll talk again next time.